0: What's good, everyone? It's Steve Styles for the Viddy Live Show. Just wanted to let you know that we split up this episode into two parts. This is part two with the legendary Broadway. Let me introduce to you a consultant, a celebrity tour DJ. And this gentleman has worked with the likes of major recording artists such as Lil Nas X, Tiana Taylor, Danny Lay, designer. And of course, he's the curator of tour Lord. He has his own Decentralized.com. Catch him at TheLegendaryBroadway.com. Now, this gentleman is a legend here in Chicago, along with, I want to say worldwide, a very talented DJ. Uh, he's been on Sway Universe. He, he, we'll, we'll ask him more about these, these mixes. He has these Coffee in the Morning with Broadway sessions that are very, very catchy, very addictive. So, without further ado, let's give him a nice big... Warm midday live show. Sure welcome the legendary Broadway.
1: Woo Spot hey. man, how y'all feel,
0: man? What's the word?
1: We're good. How you feeling?
2: I'm all right, man. Everything is beautiful right now, man.
1: It looks it's like you in a beautiful spot over there.
2: Oh yeah, you know, LA got the temperatures. That's beautiful. So I'm in my backyard, man. Just hey. ice cold, chilling, man. <laughs>
0: good. I huh. like that. Yeah appreciate you for sharing your time with us first and foremost we know how oh, how difficult it is to, de- to schedule items here especially with a live broadcast but we're glad you're mm-hmm. here i want i want to dive in headfirst into these questions because i know you're a very busy busy person um i got time
2: today man i got a
0: little bit of time, time today. i got time today so ask away man excellent what what was the inspiration behind these uh,
2: Ah, man. Well, the pandemic. Well, I was doing them. Where should I start? It really started in Chicago. um, Because I was living in LA and when the pandemic happened, I moved back to Chicago quietly. You know what I'm saying? I was in the city quietly. And um, I wasn't used to being in a house. You know what I'm saying? Like my life is pretty much on the road. So, we're in like a, uh, this condo downtown Chicago that has this crazy view. Me and my brother Anthony and um, we got this crazy view, and so we had this Long Island in the kitchen that you could see like the Chicago skyline. So my friend uh, DJ Mateo, you know he has Industry Mondays over there at the That's chill right. spot. Mateo, uh, I didn't have any turn. Uh, oddly enough, I didn't have any turntables um, in Chicago, so I think he gave me uh a controller and you know i always had my music with me in my laptop so i just started recording myself djing to kill time you know what i'm saying because i was really i was really perplexed on what to do with myself being home so much you know and um i started just doing what i normally always do is practice you know i practice heavily you know and um i just started recording it and then you know um Facebook and Instagram, you know, they don't let uh, DJs pretty much DJ on there too <laughs> long without clipping it. So I was, I was DJ and I had this, um, this segment I was doing called a love lounge and it got, it, it was a lot of people tuned in. I was just playing slow jams at night. You know, the women were calling in couples were calling in. They were just like, I would tell everybody get some Merlot, get your favorite thing to do. And we just going vibe out. So, I moved back to LA maybe like seven months ago. Like I, after I got off the tour with Tiana, I moved back to back to LA, got married, and I was yes. still. Bored.
0: Congratulations, big step. <laughs> Thank
2: you. Thank you. And so I was still bored. Like I it was like the world in our industry, it's not open. So, um, man, like like being a husband at home with almost nothing to do was killing me. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and this time I needed, cause I hadn't tapped in with my family for a a number of years. A lot of my friends didn't get to see me. You know, you only got to see me when I was in town on tour. And so she, she, my wife was just like, I don't know, DJ and I was like, and she was like, in the backyard. <laughs> and so, she's a coffee connoisseur, like Anthony is. And, you know, I had just recently started drinking coffee two years ago. And I like the way it tastes and everything like that. So, I was just like, man, just do coffee on Broadway. So, I ended up building a makeshift DJ booth in the backyard of the house. And then, there's another condo we have on the beach. Okay. And so, I just take my Rev 7 and literally, there's nothing. There's no production studio behind it. I literally take my iPad and like put it on the put it at the tripod, <laughs> and I just you know I get my my iRig and I just I just play music I feel in the morning or things that I just think that's dope. And so I just labeled it "Coffee on Broadway." And then you know I'm not a I'm not in in I'm I'm not social media savvy. You know I I don't care about it. You know to the point where. I don't know who's watching it or not I just know I like to get up and do it and if you like it you'll watch it you know what I'm saying so people like it I guess you know what I'm saying so (laughs) I'm only allowed to give you snippets of it because for some reason you know we're not allowed to play music for an extended uh, period of time so I just put up a minute of it and this is what I'm doing so what I did was I created the website thelegendarybroadway.com and I also created it actually I didn't create it because I'm not good at any of that I had paid for it and so they created a YouTube page for me and I haven't uploaded anything yet only because you know I had going for surgery in a week so I really haven't put out what I want to put out until I'm I'm back in full effect you know what I'm saying so um when I do that then you'll probably see more series of that but I'm not sure if you will because you know the toy calls of the, the calls are coming in for tour and then um I got a new artist I'm gonna be working with this year. So, it, 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 in in, in ooh, that's a bad thing about a backyard bugs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, the new artist is YB and Amir. Oh, okay, so, okay, yeah, nice. So, wow. um we got Tiana's tour coming, coming up. up coming to uh, first date is June 19th. After that, I think Little Nas, we do uh, start in September. And then after that, you're going to see me out with the kid. You know what I'm saying? So festival season is back. uh, Traveling again is back, you know. So I don't know how much time I'll be in the backyard. But I did this because I was bored. You know, she's busy and then I end up nagging her all day. And then, you know. All my friends, a lot of my friends, still live in Chicago, so I don't get to go okay. to Chicago as much because you know I'm not gonna be honest, be—I'm not paying a thousand dollars to fly from Los Angeles to Chicago. You know the the, the flight prices are insane right now. You know, oh what my saying? God, yeah. tell yeah. me about it. Just to go down the block is ridiculously high. So you know, I just like I see everybody when I touch down. I think uh, September third. I think a little Nas X, I think we'll be in Chicago um I didn't see Chicago on this round for Tiana okay um but I did see for his we'll be in Chicago of which I'm going to do an after party as well somewhere Solid. nice you know so I can invite everybody to come out and just have a good time that's all I'm really about is having a good time yeah I'm not anything else you know
0: yeah, we'd be happy to join you too. You know, if you have an after party, of course, senior over perform invite. would be yeah. ideal. Yeah. You're over invited.
2: I invite everyone. <laughs> You're welcome to come enjoy yourself, you know. And then if, if I have a few laminates, people can definitely come backstage and also enjoy the show if they want. I do get an allotment of tickets every city and state I go
0: to. So I just Excellent. give them out. Yeah. We appreciate okay. it so much. Yeah. Um, absolutely. Absolutely yeah guys uh questions if you want to dive in and go right
1: ahead yeah
2: anything you guys want to know man like anything
1: hmm. okay that opens it up that opens it up a little bit but i want to i want to stay basic with the first question i want to know okay. because you have been everywhere pretty much it seems like you know touring with these artists so mm-hmm. i want to know like during a tour what's like a typical day in the life of the legendary broadway
2: it's not as fun as you think. It's a lot of work. No. So yeah. I'll just give it to you. I'll give it to you exactly when the plane lands. Mm-hmm. Plane lands. Depending on who you with, TMZ could be right there. Oh right. um, wow. You cool. gotta you gotta you gotta duck and dodge. Um uh, you know, and then when you're walking through the airport, you know, you gotta fans take pictures and and so the artist usually gets to go rest. I usually have to go to the stadium. Sound check, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. it's usually extremely hot. So I'm pretty much you got to leave everything in the Sprinter. Sound check. I know with Lil Nas, our sound checks aren't that long because our sets weren't that long in the beginning. But now I think he has to do longer, so I think the sound checks may be a little bit longer. So by the time, but if we land at eight in the morning. I might be able to go to the hotel, drop my bags, jump back in the Sprinter, jump on the golf cart, rush across the the lawn, to the stage, sound check, and then um, it might be a period between then and when you get dressed, where I I don't sit in my hotel room, I actually go out in the city where I am. And I like mm-hmm. to go sneaker shopping, you know. I like to get fresh for the show. So <laughs> hey,
0: I go see all my favorite
2: people. <laughs> I like to go see all my favorite people. And I'm like, what am I wearing tonight? And then, you know, like when I'm in Dallas, I go see Fresh uh, over at, uh, you know, Traffic. I go see GC. And then, they, you know, usually they figure out what my outfit is going to be for the night. And then by 6 Ooh. o'clock, uh, I don't eat before the show because I don't want to be, uh, I, I, I hate I don't I like to have all my energy. So if you eat a steak before the show, you're gonna be in trouble. Mm. So right. <laughs> um usually then all of us into back to the green room. And it's just a waiting game. You know, if your set is at eight thirty, we're usually there at six thirty seven and you're just really doing a lot of green room time and then um You know, and that's where all the artists that don't get to see each other all the time, the hallway is just artists. And they're just like, oh, I haven't seen you so long. And that's the time when, as a DJ, you probably should be doing more networking than anything. You know, Mm -hmm. people, people tend to like, enjoy the moment a lot. And I do, but I like to, if it's Lizzo backstage, I'm, you know, what's up Liz? You know, when we get back to LA, let's barbecue or something. You know, this is how you keep those relationships fresh, new, whatever. Depending on what artist you with, you end up meeting some of the most influential people in the world backstage. And um, so usually, and then maybe 30 minutes before I go on, I'm just backstage pacing because those crowds are huge and they're ready to go. And you gotta come with it every night. Like every night you gotta come with it. So, you know, usually I take a little, swig or something nice okay. ligaments, you know what i'm saying <laughs> next thing you know lights are low and it's your world and it's you either make it or you don't make it you know what i'm saying so i've made it all my shows, so i'm thankful
1: for there that there you go
2: yeah
0: yeah that's amazing i love
1: that how did you yeah. get your name the legendary broadway it started from street if, if, if people know
2: me in chicago as streety or streets so i when i used to work for Koch records like in 2004 to 2006 i was putting up poster boards and stuff like that and i used to be in the club servicing the djs at night with the records from Koch records and people were just like you're always in the streets and that's how i got the name streety and so when i moved to chicago i changed it to that's broadway because i'm a jets fan and joe Namath is probably one of my favorite people in football and um I thought about taking that name because a week before the Super Bowl, Joe Namath was on the beach with some Playboy bunnies, should have been in practice. And they (laughs) said, how come you're not at practice? And he was like, I I guarantee to win. And so I was like, yeah, I guarantee every time you use me, it's going to be a win. So Mm -hmm. I was like Broadway. And the the Legendary came on based on the timeline of what i've done ever since i've been in the game and some of the stuff that well a lot of the things i've done are actually really legendary so i was like the legendary bro and i took the dj off because i'm just more than a dj now you know so i just so happen to know how to dj in, in the involvement of my career you know
1: okay well i mean when you're a legend you're a legend right <laughs> I'm just a
2: regular person at the end of the day you know what I'm saying that's just a yeah. tagline you know I don't I kind of don't dive into what that is you know I don't know I feel like I'm just like everybody else you know I don't feel any yeah
1: you
2: know? I just my experiences may make us a little bit different but it doesn't make us me greater than you you know what I'm saying mm-hmm.
1: and so that's guess, that's a great that's a great mindset to have Yeah. for sure because yeah. you could get too wrapped up and you know the, the I mean, spotlight yeah,
2: listen you know I'm never gonna see and tell you I didn't get wrapped up in it <laughs> you know coming out of uh, the urban environments we come out of to see some of the things we're able to see mm-hmm. it's mind-blowing you know sometimes mm-hmm. like me talking to Oprah was mind-blowing like wow. I was like what am I doing talking to Oprah <laughs> it's Oprah like I'm in her dressing room we're all talking to her and I'm like you know you eat fruities and chips like this is Oprah. What are you doing in the room? So I never look at it like I'm Broadway. I should be here. I still look at everybody like, wow. You know what I'm yeah, saying?
1: for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm still a
2: fan of, of the game.
0: That's great. This, it sounds like you're a student. So uh, that could lead me oh. to my next question. How, how often do you practice per week or, or per day? I mean,
2: every day to get out of my wife's hair.
0: <laughs> what a good guy.
2: Uh, because man like the pandemic slowed a lot of things down in LA like when I moved out here originally in 2016 it jumped off crazy for me you know and coming back to LA man a lot that was here isn't here anymore the same people aren't here a lot of the venues are closed and so a lot of people what, what, what people don't know is that People, there are a lot of transplants in L.A. Like, they, they're not born there. Oh, you know, okay. people come here to work in the studios in Burbank, on TV. A lot of people are from other places. So when the pandemic hit and then the studios closed, then people moved back. So when I got back here, a lot of my friends weren't here. They had moved back to their original uh, homes where they were from. And So I'm out here just like... And, you know, I don't run the street like I used to. You know what I'm saying? Like, I actually
0: come home. <laughs> yeah, come home now, man. Yeah, and, and so you—it it sounds like to me too. Along with d- to during the pandemic, you were able to pretty much create something out of nothing, you know. And we, we definitely love seeing that, you, yeah, know, you know, entrepreneurs and thinking more. I guess more ahead. uh One what, what of my last few questions before I pass it on to Jarell is, uh, how does one become a tour DJ? I mean, you mentioned relationships before and networking. How do you go about that? You have to
2: availability one, and then you you have to constantly show people what's on the menu. So just like I'm doing now, you know, like every day I might put up a minute of what I'm doing in the backyard, just so you can know, hey man, I'm still good at this, like exceptionally good at it. And if you like to use me, then that's a conversation. But if I didn't show what I could do, people would still be in the dark because you really don't know what a tour DJ does. A lot of people don't know. There's there's maybe, depending on the artist you're with, it'll, 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 like with Tiana, I actually have to put on my own show before Tiana comes out. So that's where DJing comes in and then actually hosting. With, With Nas, it's more so I'm a part of his show versus I get to do more Broadway on the show so I'm I'm more so part of a band in his show you know what I'm saying um with Danny it was um Danny is, Danny is a lot of choreography, like Tiana. So I've actually worked with artists that have major choreography routines, you know, and now Nas has uh, choreography now too. So like, I don't Great. get to, it's not as technical as people think it is, but it is more paying attention. And a lot of people don't know, with tour DJing, you don't really get to do, okay, so you we communicate through our ears. So you're listening to like, 20 conversations while the show was going on. So, along with paying attention to the music, and then places you're supposed to be standing, sitting. You know, I'll give you a funny story. I was doing Summer Jam 20, 2019 in, in New York, and I missed the Q and the Pyro me. Crazy. Huh. Oh, what?
0: Man.
2: If you see, I went to Leaders and <laughs> like the outfit I wore, <laughs> uh, Diego gave it to me diego gave it to me and i wore it and um it was we came out on cardi's set it was the funny thing is we walked to the stage with Colin and Ka- and billy was billy ray cyrus was next to me and i'm walking uh, on stage and i remember cardi's dj me and cardi's dj super cool he was like yo bro you know the pyro when cardi comes back out that's when it's gonna go f-. i was so in the moment because i'm from new york I'm the Summer Jam. It's lit. It's me, Cardi, Mm -hmm. Billy Ray, Cyrus on stage. We killing it. So Cardi come back. Mm -hmm. The whole back of my outfit torched up. Oh, my gosh.
0: Just like that.
2: You got to Yeah, it's it's, it's not easy being a tour DJ, but I'm I'm used to it now. But you got to remember cues and, you know, even with Tiana, you know, Tiana like Janet Jackson, you know what I'm saying? So, like... Mm -hmm. She'll look at you and you're supposed to know that cue right there. If you don't, you're going to hear about it. You know what I'm saying?
1: Is that the craziest yeah. thing that's ever happened to you? Like... On tour? Uh, yeah, outfit burning up. His
2: eyes, his outfit burning up at the VMAs. What? Yeah, his, his outfit started smoking. <laughs> oh, man. So if you, if you remember the 2019 VMAs, our performance, like 10 seconds before this whole... Because it's live, so you got to remember it's live. So... The the prompter was rising, and the back of his outfit was smoking. And I'm standing behind him. I'm like, bro, you on fire. (laughs) And and they had to put it out. And if you notice, the front of his costume doesn't light up because it had, like, um, an electrical error. And it was on his body. And to see him nervous because he's on fire, we're, like, trying to put him out. Yeah. That might be one. That's not the craziest, but that was... That was crazy, man. That was
1: crazy. Yeah, that's definitely crazy. That
2: was crazy, you know? know. Legendary man, what's going on, man? I, I just what's going got one. On, I got one question for you, man. So, uh, I so I know the different DJs. Like you said before, a lot of DJs gotta put on their own show before the before the main act come out. You know? Yeah. Them? But
1: mm-hmm.
2: I know with artists like Lil Nas or, or even Tiana Taylor, them, them fan bases can be real, real diverse. You ever looked at a crowd and you just didn't know what to play? Like you just couldn't <laughs> read them. That's a real good question. So the first day of tour is always probably the most the scariest because you don't know who's coming, mm-hmm. and so for when Tiana's tour started in when did we start on oh, top of November twenty one, our first show is in San Fran, and Tiana has a has a specific sp- fan base, and then she has other people that fill in after that. So for me. How i stay safe is i do songs that are call and repeat songs so i usually start off with um trips and, 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 and stuff that they can sing along to and then i can just tell them to sing the verse for me so with dj it's like cooking you got to try a little bit of this if it works keep going if it doesn't get out of that try something else but this is where you got to really become a quarterback so I've never had a problem with that only because I picked I pick music that pretty much everybody is gonna know. I wouldn't do something that is specific to one genre. I'd say, all right, everybody knows this song. Kind of like Rough Riders Anthem. Everybody knows what they do when that comes on. So I stick to doing I might load up. So I, what I do is I usually I before two, I usually practice a lot. I usually go over the mat studio i usually come to uh, chicago before i rehearse and I, this is what you got to do too you got to rehearse with yourself first before you even join their rehearsal so i usually sit in chicago for about 30 days and i'm just sitting in the studio for like 12 hours figuring out routine sets what's going to work and then i invite people in and i'm like what you think of this and you know we critique it and stuff and then i, I have a solid set and then the only thing you can do after that is try it and usually 98% of the time it just everything works. And there are instances where like Philly was a tough crowd man, mm-hmm. on that tour. Philly has always been a tough city. <laughs> like they gotta love you first before right. they give it up. And um I experienced like I'll give you another story. I was on tour with Danny when she first started. This is when all I know was popping.
0: Oh and, okay, um, yeah.
2: We um we did a show in Philly, man, and like I heard three claps like man we we were so hurt <laughs> we got wow. to the like yo man you got your feelings still i was like yeah let's let's just let's get on the plane get out of here man so yeah but you know it, it usually i mean you can look on 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 my instagram i pretty much post every tour date that i do so you can see what the crowd's reaction was you can see where it was the most lit you know i think new york when we did New York. I went crazy because I was home and then, and, you know, my brother was there, my wife was there, and they, you can't let their home down. And then Chicago, I brought DJ No CK. If you, if you know about No CK, I think she's one of the most, I'm taking my time and critiquing her career in certain ways because I think she has something great to offer the world as far as when it comes down to DJing. She's from Chicago, she's a native and um I brought her out on the chicago tiana show and i this is what i told them when she got on stage i was like tonight is not about me tonight is about you when you establish yourself who you gonna be so what i told no ck i was like you control me tonight so i'm just gonna have the mic and you control the tempo of the music and if you see how she tore that down i was like this is gonna establish you as being ready to be a tour dj you know what i'm saying i'm also if like if somebody is hungry I'm willing to give somebody the opportunity like I was given the opportunities and I just like to pass it down. And I'm really into female DJs because they don't get the look that they're supposed to get. So I'm really, really into supporting all female DJs. Like in Detroit, you got Mother Mars, you know what I'm saying? You got Maya the Papaya, you know. Um, I could keep going, you know. Some of my favorite DJs, low key, are female DJs, you know. But No Nosequia is the number one right now. If y'all really, y'all should really, really tune into her. Man, she got
1: something special.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, definitely.
1: That's amazing. You gotta you gotta, gotta ask up the women out here.
2: Y'all you can know? ask a thousand questions today because I don't have to be anywhere till
1: three
0: o'clock. So <laughs> got, you know bad. That's good, that's good. And we appreciate your yeah. time. You know, it's it's good Absolutely. that you're comfortable with us. We uh yeah. we, we, we like creative content because that's what makes our show. We we have a lot of yeah. listeners that happen to be entrepreneurs, up and coming mm-hmm. artists, radio broadcasters, and podcasters. Mm-hmm. So anything that you can drop us when it comes to gems or tips, by all means, that's what we're here for
2: uh i want to get into podcasts and i haven't um you know i'm not um i come from an era of having to focus primarily on the talent because the talent has gotten me to where i where i where i've gone so when the internet hit and, and social media hit i was kind of like You know what I you just know. want to focus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I'm just, I it's it's difficult for me to understand there's somebody, a group of people on the other end of that phone watching me. I'm so used to like real human interaction that sometimes it's difficult for me to like like even when I'm in the house recording this and I'm trying to like get hype, I'm looking at a wall. So I don't I don't mm-hmm. necessarily feel an energy. So I kind of gotta create my own headspace where i understand that the people viewing this that are gonna view it so i haven't gotten into that world i hired somebody for that man and if anyone (laughs) wants to help me with it i'm open to it but i'm just not social media savvy like i don't know how to chase an algorithm i i I, that's not me i'm really based on talent 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 because at the end of the day you don't have that you can have all the gift wrapping you can have the box look good but there is a time you're gonna to have to show somebody what you can do. And if you're not able to do that, that is gonna be the end of your career right there. Because if Beyonce calls you and she wants you on that stage, the one thing about these celebrities is that they expect a level of excellence when you're out there. Right. right. You, are, you have to fit into their world. So it's not about you. It's about what they need you for. So that's what rehearsal is for. And if you're not prepared for that, man, Somebody will tap you on your shoulder and give you your last check. Okay.
0: Oh wow! Yeah. Won't be an argument.
2: It won't be anything. I've seen people get uh, kicked out of major with too much to say, too much opinion. You know what I'm saying? These are the creators, man. You're supposed to. You're, you're adding on to their vision.
0: Yeah. And this is what they
2: have you there for. So kind of like, I find my place to talk to them and say, maybe we should try this after this song. <laughs> but it, I always I always remember that it's the artist show oh yeah 100% you know? and, and then, I, then usually when you do that they'd be like what you want to do beware and I'd be like rest for 10 minutes outfit change I got it mm-hmm. come back it's still going to be cooking on stage you going to come back out to a hot crowd so it's also about you know a lot of people uh, aren't good at communicating or they're not social enough and they're not listeners, So, you know, with being a DJ, is more so the business side of it. You really got to be prepared to be on those stages. And you, you're dealing with multiple personalities. So these dancers might do this. The artists might do this, you know. And we get into our scuffles backstage, you know what I'm saying? I ain't about to say it's <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: But... Um, for the most part, man, everybody is back there trying to give their all on stage, especially if they care about the artist. We're all trying to go out there and make sure we give the audience a, a very memorable show. And I take pride in that because when I talk about me on stage, this is why I keep getting the phone calls because we don't miss. Oof. There you go. Definitely. We don't so miss. What I'm, is- you-
1: I'm sorry uh what advice would you have for somebody that you know wants to be a dj and they want to get into that world but they don't really know where to you know where to start
2: you gotta love music first people are going to tell if you're just Mm -hmm. doing it to make some money or they're going to be like he does that that's what he does you know and a lot of people look at the financial part of it and they lose because you're gonna make the check but when you when you gel with another artist y'all in the studio doing this together Yeah, that's hot right there. So when we do this on stage, I'm going to drop it out and you do this. You know what I'm saying? So I would say it's not a business. Tour DJing is not a business you can jump into. What happened for me was I just stayed stayed consistent when I got to L.A. So when I got here with my ex-girlfriend, we just decided like every day we're going to be outside. And we're going to try to bump into people we need to bump into, make the calls we need to make. And I promise you, if you are giving 10,000 hours to your craft, something good will happen. And what happened for me is I ran into the top promoter out here, which was Sincere Show. And, you know, brothers of mine, which are the interns, uh, they were already out here. Uh, they were producing. They had uh, did uh, Ask Big on Birthday Cake Rihanna, yeah. And they also did uh, Anaconda For Nicki Minaj And those are my brothers uh, 2 O'Clock and uh, uh, Marcos Palacios Which you better know him as Professor Cosign. And those two guys really um, cosigned sitting in the studio with him every day I was able to uh, hone my craft as a DJ And then in his studio Well their studio You know talent was walking in Michael B. Jordan come in Sterling come in You know nice. And so I would bump into people. And then because I knew them, they would refer me for other things. And then right. 2 became the SVP of Dev Jam Records. You know what I'm saying? So when that happened, he had Danny Lay in the 6-shooter. He was like, let's go. And that turned out well. And then I got a call from Dave Chappelle's DJ, DJ Trauma, which was my guy. He couldn't do, he couldn't do something in New York, and it was paying like three thousand dollars for one day. So I was like, "Bet I'll go do it." I didn't know it was Lil Nas X's first time appearing on TV, so we had to do Desus and Meryl on Showtime, and so oh. we got back. To, yeah, so we that was my first time on Showtime. Oh wow! So we got, Man. so we got, so we got back to L.A. from New York and uh nasa's management called me and Nas, he was like Nas wants to keep you and so i stayed with him and then so at that time old town road was just here and then i got the ride down magic carpet ride with him like everything he did I
1: oh did. wow so so like
2: crazy like meeting jeff bezos to oprah to ellen to you know going to paris together to going to Man, we we did a lot of we did a lot, and then the Grammys we took three that year. Um Man, we were just everywhere, and then you know his his friends at the time because everybody loved him. You know, Rihanna, we bump into everybody, and so I'm sitting there with him. So this is how my celebrity friends list went up. You know, yeah. so that happened, and um, crazy man it just next thing you know, they was like everybody got to stay home. We we were We were planning a world tour No, 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 I'm going to tell you this crazy story I was in Mexico DJing And I got a call from management We were supposed to perform with Miley in Amsterdam And I'm on the plane And the pandemic hit I think um, COVID Tom Hanks got it Because he was in Amsterdam at the time So Miley was like, I'm not doing the show Tom Hanks got it And so I'm on the plane and I'm watching my emails and it's saying, I got a new flight, flight canceled, new flight canceled. And so I didn't know what was happening because this was nobody knew we were gonna have to stay home for two years. And man, it was really depressing because he hadn't turned 21 yet. We were supposed to do something big for him when he turned 21. We were in the house, yeah. And so only thing that I did when, it first hit is I saw that flights were $20. So quietly I flew everywhere for a year. I was just buying flights just so I was home board. So I was in Vegas when nobody was outside and I was DJing at a a marijuana dispensary uh, called Jardine at the time. Mm -hmm. I still had some sponsorship uh, deals. So, but it was real, it was tough. It was, it was, it was, but this is the, you know, being a DJ, you know, one thing that um, Jay Ellis says, he said, don't spend all your money.
1: Uh-huh.
2: Don't spend it all. So because, true. Because rainy day, I, luckily I didn't. You know what I'm saying? But I know a lot of people start going to Barney's every city. <laughs> <laughs> it adds up and then you know anything and then that's another thing anything can happen on these tours artists can switch up and say they can change their mind tomorrow and say i want to go with a three-piece band Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so you got to be on point you got to have good relationships Mm -hmm. and you know every artist i kind of work with we have a brother-sister relationship, brother-brother relationship. It's more than DJing, you know, I, I'm older than them, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So a lot of them are in their twenties and you know, sometimes they just, so they end up like, yo, unk. And I'm just like, yeah, we shouldn't do that tonight cause we gotta be up for radio 6.30 in the morning, which means we really need to be up at five. <laughs> so I become a dead mother so much, somewhat, you know, but I'm like positive, you know, I'm not into like what you think I could be into. I already had my fun and era of going crazy, you know? So now I'm kind of like the, what do you call that? The guardian the- on the road. If their mom and dad, yeah. most of the moms and dads can't make it to the on tour. So usually I'm the eyes and ears for the parents to make sure like, is my son eating? Is my daughter okay out there? And I'm, I play a lot of roles on, on the road. This is why they also use me, you know, because I got
0: a level head, you know. I love that. Yeah, with, with your level of experience, too, you're bound to wear many hats, especially mm-hmm. on tour, you know, being a, uh, a a wise person for advice, let alone, you know, like you said before, a guardian and whatnot. But it's, it's great. Um, uh, we'd like to play okay. a quick game here on the Mayday Live show, Broadway, and we, could, we okay. call it Over and Under. Okay. I give you a list of five items. You tell me whether you think they're overrated or if they're underrated, but Ooh, why this could be a dangerous game right, <laughs> hey, we're gonna we're gonna try to keep it keep it pg then okay <laughs> okay you can do what you want we here oh all right here <laughs> do we go. it all we might have to go there all right number one Let's Go. deep dish pizza do you think it's overrated or is it underrated and why it's really good i don't know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> i'm a pizza guy so you as you've been seeing on the internet with uh yk osiris and herbo that they've been debating between new york and chicago pizza And I'm, and I'm from New York and Chicago, definitely my second home. And I will say Chicago pizza, Trump's New York pizza, but nothing, (laughs) nothing, nothing is better. That slice we have in New York that you fold in half,
0: Uh it's just
2: legendary. But I got Chicago is home run in Italian fiesta it -hmm. it goes, it goes, it goes. So I would say I don't get deep dish pizza. And I like the fact that y'all put the pepperoni inside. So (laughs) I can dig that. So I would say oh, deep dish, it got to be a cool day. But I've never had pizza that's like a cake. So I always, I thought um, with Lumal Malnati's, I think they got a real good deep dish.
0: You know what I'm saying? I like them a lot, man. So, yeah. Wow, you're well-traveled, Broadway. This is cool. you got such Absolutely, a good, man. Such a broad view on things. Broadway, yeah. broad view. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. What do you think yeah. about Bitcoin? Number two, is it overrated or is Bitcoin underrated and why? I would like
2: to see more tangible income. Mm. Like a lot of those schemes online, I, and I, I hate to call I shouldn't have called it a scheme. I just think a lot of those things... You know you go on youtube here's the thing i was trying to set up what do you call that off is it bitcoin
0: yeah when you get bitcoin. a wallet uh yeah you get it a wallet, wallet. So, yeah okay so
2: i'm like i really said watch youtube and i'm like so this is gas Click. Click. confusing <laughs> to the 90th hour so i'm just like how does anybody truly i, I want to see a bank statement where somebody is like yo i'm looking at three thousand dollars a month income and it's it's always like a a windy road to get to the truth so i would say i'm not sold on it yet until i can really see tangible means of income from it
0: oh yeah that's That's, that's a solid answer i agree what do you guys think
1: i think that's real um as you said super solid i mean tangible money it's like i don't know the bitcoin thing i still don't like completely understand like i have not really gotten into it like that because it's just like with money, I don't I don't play when it comes to money. So I'm like, I need to I need to know exactly what's going on. Yes. And yeah, maybe I just need to do more research,
2: you know? Like, I, I still don't know how to sell an NFT. Like, yeah, I don't know sure. how. Yeah. And I have pictures galore. Like, my scrapbook is incredible. I think I got pictures with everybody, right? And so they're like, you know, you can sell these. And I'm like, who's going to be interested in enough to buy my picture? Oh, they never tell you. Yeah, but I, Where is this group of people And how do I get it to them So they can see that this is something to buy See these are the in-betweens that aren't explained right. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying And until I have that that's when I probably go on And get into it But when people just like you know you can make $10,000 From the house and I'm just like <laughs> If that right. was true everybody would do, it, do okay. it Yep. So I just like to see more I wouldn't say over or under on it I just I'm not signed on to many things Until I can really see what's real and not real
1: I feel that. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Absolutely. Number three, fitness gyms. You know, the place where people go, Planet Fitness, LA Fitness, what have you. Are fitness gyms overrated or are they underrated?
2: I think they're underrated, especially the ones in LA, because if you go to ones in LA, you're gonna bump into who you need to bump into. See, the good thing about LA is the good thing about LA is everybody has to coexist with each other. You know what I'm saying? So people that live in the hills make a lot of money and then the people that may not make as much money as them everybody has to go to get groceries from somewhere and that grocery store possibly on Ventura Boulevard look at that if you if you work at work out at gym at the gym you might see anybody working out in the gym and so if you're smart and know how to play the game not on the first day and he doesn't know you but if he's seen you a couple of times at the gym mm-hmm. you might say hey mike B. be you know here's a script that i was thinking about and not all the time but if your god moment is there it happens you know what yeah. i'm saying and that's the yeah. benefit of being in the land right right here because everybody has to coexist just like the nightclubs you know artists don't get paid necessarily to come out you know how you would go to like maybe detroit and say well uh the baby is gonna be here and you're gonna give him fifty thousand dollars to host this club in la everybody's gotta come outside and party in the same club so people show up in their pajamas to clubs because we all live here so in those moments that's why people come here because the opportunity may be that everything is a if Mm, and some people capitalize on the if and so If your God moment is your God moment, you end up sitting at a restaurant with the person you need to see, bang, there goes the connection, there goes the next step to your life. And that's the whole thing about L.A. And, you know, I would say half of the people make it and other people you know, don't make it. But you have to be diligent. And, you know, timing is everything. You know, you can be the most prepared person in the world. But. It's just your moment has to be a moment. And that's what happened to me. I was just prepared when the moment arrived. Yeah. Boom.
0: And then it worked out for me.
2: You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm.
0: Man, you're selling me on L.A., right? He's making L.A. sound like the place to be. (laughs) Chicago is the place to be. Thank you for that. We
2: appreciate that. Chicago is the place to be. I've been trying to get back for the last two weeks, but something always jumps in the way. People don't... I don't advertise when I'm in Chicago. I just come... And I go, if you see me in the street, you see me in the street. And man, there's so many pockets. Like I end up over in society with my brother Bobby. Mm-hmm. Might end up with Dave Jeff. I might end up, um, what do I eat? I, uh, pasta bowl. I destroy pasta bowl when I'm in town. I got the <laughs> chicken Alfredo. And those are my peoples over there with us. Yes. They line me up. Um, you might catch me over at uh, Soul House with Anthony. Okay. His brother works there, so I might. I'm in town. I'm in
0: town. Yeah, but I'm let, usually in the studio. Well, let, let's add mm-hmm. on to that next time. You know, you make it to Chicago, we'll we'll be here. We'll let's yeah, do a little Yeah Come session back for sure. Take it to the iHeartRadio or yeah. all three of us. We, you know, I used to work there.
2: What? what? So 103.7. If you remember the dance floor junkies, it was me and DJ Jim, and we threw those parties on North Avenue Beach
0: in the summertime. I think i remember those parties too though yeah, yeah that, we had the
2: biggest beach party in chicago for like from 2010 to 2016 and i was 103 point, what is it 103.5 kiss fm kiss fm, kiss oh, FM yeah and then you gotta <laughs> yeah so i've already been at iheart and then you gotta realize my friends timbuk timbuktu rest in peace uh, mm-hmm. i used to always be up there and then leon rogers is my man oh Ine he's Shantel, still here Yeah, that's my man. And then you got Nina Chantel that worked there. You know, yeah, lovely, so sweet. I've been in that building all my existence in Chicago. Wow. Wow. Everybody knows me in that building. I just, I'm just not a a a loud person. I'm like incognito. I I don't need cameras on me. Nah, you family though, bro. It's a reunion. Yeah, when you come. Yeah, when When I get in there, I've been all through the building, man. Like for years, man. I used to come to the morning show. Mm-hmm. Leon, if I, I, there's certain stories I can't tell you. But <laughs> really up there. and then what's downstairs? Was it Hula Hands? Hands. What was it at the time? We used to go over to Hula Hands after the show.
0: I remember like, that restaurant, but I don't think it's yeah. there anymore. Yeah, Hula yeah, I'm telling
2: you my age, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you my age. But yeah, me and Leon used to kick it downstairs, man. Like man. we used to, like used to be up there. listening. they taught me radio. And wow. I had never been on radio. So, and Timbuktu did a lot. He would on Saturdays, just had, nobody knows this, but Tim would invite me upstairs and he'd be working the boards. he's like, yo, you gotta learn this, man. And I would always be like, why? And then I never took the opportunity to like, Tim used to really like, before there's a trilogy story to me and his existence in Chicago that I haven't talked about yet. I was gonna wait for my book to do. Okay. But t- Timbuktu was, uh, very, he was instrumental in my growth in Chicago DJ-wise, because a Magic Johnson needs a Larry Bird. You know what I'm saying? And oh, yeah. he he challenged me in a lot of ways that nobody else did. And we was just Magic and Bird for a lot of years, and we was against. And then one day we were just like, No, man, I respect what you can do. And then. Next thing you know, he was super duper cool. And then wow. the untimely, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. I feel like he was teaching me. He told me to come to L.A., by the way. He mm-hmm. told me I was going to, he told me I had done everything I could do in Chicago. Oh,
0: wow. He was
2: like, you got to wow. see if you can work, you can You can play in the NBA.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: He was like, you got to wow. see if you can really do do this majorly and I just try, I then I just put all my money together, and I did it. And he was right.
0: Man, oh, big shout you, out.
1: that.
0: Big yeah. shout out. Great story too, yeah. man. Man, well, yeah, you're, you have such an impact, and the, the resonance is felt right here through the interview. But let's hit yeah, this man. list real quick. Okay, my man. bad. Yeah, yeah, no, you're perfectly fine. Uh, number four on the list: strip clubs, the place where we make it rain. Is it overrated or is it under, underrated, Broadway?
2: I've never been a strip club guy. Never I always tried. got girls. So it's kind of like, I'm not a tease the fish guy. I'm not going go to go there, and then we can't get active. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm I mean, <laughs> spending money just to look at it. It's not like you give me a chicken dinner. I can't go any, when I spend money, <laughs> I like to get something for it. I yeah. I don't like the window shopping either, bro. Like, I don't want a window <laughs> shop. You know, know how? I rather just, I'd do that in the house with, with the girl, but like strip clubs, I tell you a funny story, man. It's funny <laughs> as hell, man. We was in Atlanta, Magic City. It was me, Danny and a, our stylist, and we were in there one night. I was picking the dollars up
0: off the floor. Oh, no. Period. Oh. <laughs> Isn't that like rule number one? No?
2: <laughs> I was doing it with my feet. Hey, There you go. There you go. Because I didn't have any respect for it. I was just like, because <laughs> I'm just sitting there like, she's gorgeous, but it's not mine. You know what I'm saying? So like, what could I do while I was here? And it was so much money. And you know how you put your feet together like that, make a nice pal, do the nice <laughs> bow. You're going to hatch you. I had like $327, oh man. Danny will tell you that story. is true.
0: Oh, man. he tell you that. That that's I could see that being a solid tweet, you know, man. Three, yeah, three hundred and twenty-seven dollars and ninety-six cents to the T, you know. <laughs> you, right. know exactly you know what that
2: works do. for? That's petty cash on tour. Yes, we're that's we're pretty. in the middle between Maryland and D.C., and somebody needs Burger King. Blam, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. well, I can teach it. you ways to save money on tour. Like people don't understand, you can go broke on tour, or you can you can do the right thing on tour. And that's another part of the consultant, but.
0: Yeah, they they need to pay for that for the discovery session. Absolutely. Yeah. I know that. Uh, last question on the list and mm-hmm. we'll, we'll leave off with this one too. It's been great to have you on the mm-hmm. show as well. Mm-hmm. Last question on the list, being like everyone else, is it overrated or is it underrated Broadway? Be like everybody else? Yeah. Never be like anybody else. Thank you. Say
1: that again.
2: Never be like anybody else. You know, in a garden of flowers, if everybody is a daisy, how do you get seen? Somebody's gotta be a white rose. Somebody's gotta be a rose. Because if not, then when it's decision time to pick one of those flowers, you gotta pick out a 30. But if you're the individual flower, you're the only one like you. So if you're the only one like you, you'll get the job. So I always focus on being you because I just don't like. Well, I'm from, I'm from Harlem. We we weren't raised to copy. We just weren't at all. And if you did, it was ridicule for that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I was like, nah. That's why I do everything. This is my thing. You know, it's not like what he's doing. It's not what he's doing. I don't dress like anybody else. I don't sound like anybody else. And that's why it's easy to find Broadway because there's not another Broadway. That's right. There you go. You know what I'm saying? So I would always say copying is oh is don't Just don't do it. Yeah, period. You're right. right. Yeah,
1: period.
2: <laughs> yeah
0: man. Yeah.
1: And then, wow. uh, one, thank you again, so much.
0: Of course. Sorry to interrupt, but like thank you again. Yeah, this yeah, has been I'm
2: interrupting. Chill. This is bro. This You're has been dying. this has been a
0: great discussion. This feels like yeah. dream yeah. champs. Jarrell, what do you think? Uh, this has been a great discussion for so, far, <laughs> for so Yeah.
2: I talked exactly. to DJ. I I I, I DFN. We talked.
0: Okay, that's really yeah, cool. Man.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So that's 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 really what's up. Is there any projects you want to mention besides the tour that's coming up with Tiana or
2: I ain't going to lie to you. There's a couple of things that showcase what I can do coming out. Like we got uh Glasshouse Brands is a marijuana company. Okay. They have uh done a, po- a podcast I ended up on, but they're, they're we're working together this year. Um I've done their festival, but now you know, ever the Catalina Wine Tasting, they have something like that for the investors. So I'll be DJing a little bit of that. But as far as like projects, I, I'm just doing coffee on Broadway and I'm gonna be at Soho House DJing when I'm not on tour um, as a resident. That happened last week. Um, I'll be at the Soho House in Beverly Hills, the one in Malibu and possibly the one in DTLA. And I'm going to do Coffee on Broadway there. So, you know what I'm That's about it. But other than that, my wife is just playing vacation. Like, I'm older now. So, like, um, what I was doing isn't what I'm doing now. Like, I'm actually going to Hawaii in about two weeks. I've been trying to go to Hawaii for a long time. And Vacation without my computer. You know, mm-hmm. without, oh, you know. Wow. With, I haven't gone. So, I've gone everywhere, but it's always been work. So, this year is going to be more based on, like, um enjoying life because I lost a lot of people in the pandemic, friends family, and I hadn't got to see them. and um I'm trying to enjoy every moment because we don't really know when our checkout date is. So yeah. this year, I'm trying to get closer to friends and family. This is why I was trying to come to Chicago man because I, when I'm there, I feel like that's family and um there's nothing in the world like a summer in chicago man just just you know and i'm praying for like a safe summer you know for everybody and 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 because i know the city when it's up and it's having fun it's the place to be you know and i like i've enjoyed so many summers in chicago and i've met so many incredible people in chicago life-changing people that yo man i really wanted to get back to that feel like that feel like yo we outside we fresh and the food is phenomenal okay that's what i love about the city man you know more than anything else so i'm really hoping the city could get back to the to the love part you know what i'm saying where people outside showing love in the hood out the hood in the suburbs you name it but I, i wanted to get back to like that feel you know like when he was outside Chicago 2012-13 mm-hmm. that vibe was incredible like yes. nightlife was it's nightlife so was like no other it was competitive with the world mm-hmm. and it built, yeah. it built me as a DJ really really Chicago made me a better DJ because the DJs there are very technical and it's more so about being a blacksmith at the craft itself and I would say Chicago DJs some of the best djs in the entire world and i was able to grow uh, with them and learn some things and then take their talent add it to mine and then go as far as i went and still going
0: yeah still going still going, still going strong yeah. thank you broadway round of applause thank you. Um, Absolutely, yeah. Man. Anytime. Great energy. yeah man yeah Appreciate don't be you a stranger so we we want to thank Anytime. you again and uh of course we'll get you some clips i'll send them to you as soon as i can via email okay and I'm You're here. Supposed to do what you need to do with that, okay? No
2: doubt, man. I really appreciate talking to <laughs> you guys this morning, man. Thank you. I needed oh, this one. You.
1: This yeah, one no felt doubt. Good.
2: Anytime, exactly. man. I Thank hit you guys you. when I'm in town, too. Definitely. So you gotta stop Please there, do. man. I, I will. I will, man. Indeed.
1: Great. Thank you so much. Have a great no rest doubt. of your day. Make Y'all sure too, to, man. you know, enjoy them vibes out there because it look nice.
2: Oh, it is, man. I'm just chilling, man. You see <laughs> me drinking water, cooling out.
0: That's right. There you go. Awesome. Was that and a, that, that was a legendary was Broadway. Broadway. Yeah.
1: That was a legendary Broadway. Legendary Broadway. Yeah. <laughs>
0: we call them Broadway the for D-A. short, B Way, right? B Way. Yeah. I like
1: that. Yeah.
0: Wow. I, I don't know. I just, that was a great, that I needed that that. I learned so much in such a short period of time.
1: Yes, like especially you know he talking about that DJ stuff. I mean
0: that's yeah. right up your alley. Yeah, okay. but you know it's what I do. It's my my biggest problem is I, I teeter totter. I go radio broadcasting, promotional marketing, to DJ, and I teeter totter. I go back and forth. If I were to just hone in on one, I think I'd demolish it. But he's reminding me that there's that's still fun. there's still possibilities and there's still chances and there's still mm-hmm. time and so refreshing
1: there's always time and when you're talented as he said that's the main thing you can you know have the wrapping you can be the icing on top of the cake but the, the vanilla
0: icing <laughs>
1: <laughs> the actual cake itself you got that sponge it gotta be just right the talent gotta be there and you have it and you have it and yeah. I have
0: it And you got it yeah mm-hmm. that's what it is
1: saying. that's what it's gonna be and that's I'm why we continue to succeed
0: We do, and we're going to continue to succeed. Thank you again, guys, for for tuning in. I think, Jazz, if you're up for it, you know, you should wrap us up with a nice final word if you can.
1: Okay, yeah, I actually do have something. I can leave you guys with this. Well, uh, I definitely want to say thank you to the legendary Broadway. Thank you to Danny Royce for joining us today. Thank you for all of our new and old listeners for tuning in, as always, for episode 29. If you missed it, don't forget the episode will be up and available on all platforms right after this ends. You don't have to wait. And uh, make sure to follow us on all social media platforms to keep up with what we're doing at the midday live show. And my final word is a quote from Greg Anderson. He says, focus on the journey, not the destination. Joy is found not in finishing an activity, but in doing it, period. I don't even have to say anything else after that, period. Do it. Joy is found in the journey.
0: It is. And you guys can join us on this journey too, wherever you get your podcasts. I heard Radio App, Spotify, the works. Keywords are always gonna be the midday live show. And my name the is midday. Steve Stiles.
1: And I am Jazzer Pierce, and we about to Here Period. Y'all have a beautiful weekend in Chicago. Stay safe, stay safe, stay warm, and um stay out of other people girls' DMs. Don't be like Jarrell. Mm. Bye. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.